0: Welcome back to our final session of five reasons why company culture is the key to success and why it matters. We've talked about in earlier sessions of this podcast, the five pillars of company culture, values, feedback, accountability, team unity. And now we're going to talk about the fifth pillar, which is communication Communication, communication, communication. It is so important and it goes wrong all the time. Communication is often confused with words. It's so much more than words. Factors such as body language, emotions, change, fear, satisfaction. Uh, Who's the targeted audience of this communication versus who's the received and intended audience of this communication? What was the message supposed to say? What did it actually say? What was actually heard? Generations, personality styles, and even listening skills all have a huge impact on communication. Likewise, the communication medium such as email, phone, voicemail, text message, video, in-person, letters, so on, has a huge impact on communication. Communication affects profitability. I don't think this is really shocking. Not at all. Then why do so many choose to ignore the issues with communication? Communication affects profitability. Is this really shocking? No, not at all. Why do so many people choose to ignore the problems with communication? I'm going to give you some survey statistics. 60% of companies don't have a long term strategy for their internal communications. That's from a workforce study. 74% of employees feel they are missing out on company information and news. 74% don't know what's going on in their company. That's a survey from Trade Press Services. A conference board survey says that disengaged employees could cost organizations over $450 billion per year. This is a loss in wages, retraining time, loss of profit, loss of sales, and everything else we've already talked about. And similar to the trade press survey, an IBM survey came out and said 72% of employees don't have a full understanding of the company's strategy. So they don't know what you do. They don't know what the strategy is to, to get more business. They don't know what the values are. Don't know what the mission is. Don't know what the vision is. Why am I here? We need to not be the statistic. Another survey from Recruiter says that 33 of employees said there was a lack of open and honest communication and that it had the most negative impact on their morale transparency is important ongoing communication like we talked about in the feedback session of the pro- of this podcast is important but it's twofold or more than that actually you have to be talking to your employee as an individual all the time not just on their projects but on their overall performance and behavior where they stand in the future in the company now and in the future what their training and development opportunities are, and so on. Then you need to be talking to the team as a whole, making sure the team understands where we're all going as a department and what our projects are and what the opportunities are. So there's going to be team unity and so you can hold people accountable. And then we need to go to the next level, which is talking on the company level. I find that On a company level, a lot of people at the individual or even the team level tune out the company level communication because it goes over their head or talks about things that they have no clue what they're talking about. Well, that means they're more likely to walk out that door. Most problems at work, and well, let's face it, outside of work too, revolve around a lack of communication and therefore miscommunication. If your leadership team has created a mission and vision statement and even a set of company values, as we've discussed, how do you as a leader ensure that this information or any information for that matter gets distributed and understood by all of your employees? How do you ensure people take it seriously? That's the question you really want to be asking. So in my book, Suck It Up, Buttercup, Be a Leader People Will Follow, I write about this. Two options are as follows to have communication, formal communication and informal communication. So number one, you should be formally communicating to the entire department and or company in a quarterly in-person or possibly via Skype or a Zoom town hall session, or possibly a fireside chat, whatever you want to call it. Also, maybe a monthly newsletter, a weekly email, all the way down to a daily blog on your internal internet, and even your social media to let employees and customers know what's going on. Human resources and marketing should be working together to assist with that message. So I often see HR and marketing far apart. Marketing deals with the external. And human resources de- deals with the internal. They're connected. Customers are connected to our employees. Employees are connected to our customers. We should be giving the same messages or similar messages and or dissecting the marketing message so that the employee understands what that message actually means. You want to provide information that is transparent but not overwhelming. And at the same time in these communications, the formal communications, you don't want to accidentally stick your foot in your mouth. So you need to prepare these ahead of time and not just sign off of this podcast today and say, whoop, fireside chat tomorrow, I'm going to wing it. It needs to be properly planned. Now, another option, and you should be doing both, is to be informally communicating to the entire department and or in company by word of mouth. This could be where you possibly are creating a communication tree, bottom up, top down, both. So you're delivering your information to your executives who are expected to deliver the same information verbally to to senior management. So executives, uh, maybe you have a board, and they give information to executives, and then they give that information to senior managers. Now they stop, and senior managers say, I have questions, okay, let's vet that out. Now, senior managers go to next, the next level and deliver the message to middle manager, and then they stop. Middle managers say, I have questions, and you may need to stop and run it all the way back up the chain to get the right answers. Okay, now we're all on the same page. Board, executives, senior management, middle management, we're all on the same page with this communication. Then, Uh, middle management delivers it to team leaders, team leaders deliver it to frontline employees, and so on and so forth. It's important that every single employee hear the same information in a timely manner. But it is also important to vet out any Q&A and get those answers as soon as possible so that we're all on the same page. This is super, super important in times of change. If there's an acquisition, a merger, we're opening an office, we're closing an office, office, we're hiring 100 people, we're um, doing layoffs so that there is no rumor mill because the rumor mill takes over and things get out of control, productivity is stopped, and then additionally people quit. And we didn't want them to quit. We just gave them the wrong message or no message at all. It's very important to have open and honest Frequent communication with all employees, and this will become ingrained as part of your culture. Note again that while verbal communication is much more personal and it builds relationships information, especially when it's a large piece of information, can be lost in translation from one person to the next. You know, that story carousel where you start at one end of the line and you tell somebody something, a secret, and by the time it goes through four or five people, it's totally different secret. So it's a good idea to provide a cheat sheet of talking points to your managers if you're delivering this um, cycle down or cycle up news or any kind of news. Other thing that goes along with communication is listening. Listening is a huge factor in the complex communication process because it involves not just hearing, but actually understanding. So many people say, well, that's not what I told them to do. I don't understand why they didn't do it. People may not understand it because what you think you said is not actually what you said, or maybe not have heard accurately due to the environment, like a loud environment, a loud um, office emotions, are just pure chaos. You need to choose the appropriate time to communicate, and that's just as important as all these other factors. Who knew humans were so complicated? Before you get angry or upset, consider the facts and consider confirming that the intent of your message, not just the words, was re- received by your intended audience. This is why it's best to have in-person or in cases of virtual, at least live, video feeds. Um, you, I like to say things when I see people that are confused to say, okay, this, is not messi- this message is not going out the way I wanted it to. I'm not the best communicator. Can you over here help me recap what I'm trying to say? Or at the end of the message, just say, can someone recap what I just said to make sure we're on the same page? Just make sure you don't say it condescendingly. People need to hear things many, many times, especially during periods of change in order to get the message across. So this is where it's also important to have verbal meetings, um, emails, policies, and then follow up, follow up, follow up. They may need to hear from multiple people because they're afraid to ask you because of your authority level. And maybe you're not there yet with the trust and the team unity. And they may feel embarrassed to ask questions of certain people. So this is where it's important to get good old regular people involved in these communication trees and not just high-level directors and managers. Here's the thing. Communication is so much more than words. It's an intricate combination of things. And if you're constantly feeling that people don't get what you're saying, or don't listen, or you say things like, oh, they're not smart, or they're idiots, then the thing is, you're probably a common denominator and the root cause of communication issues. I do have some tips, though, on how to improve communication and engagement with employees. First of all, I have eight steps. First of all, remember the answer to this question. Who is responsible for communication? The answer is you. Everybody is, but it's always you. The only person that you can control with communication is you. So repeat after me. I'm responsible for communication. If someone didn't understand your message, you have to take that responsibility. Number two, communicate often. So use those weekly team meetings and stick to them. Make sure you're having individual sessions with employees and stick to them. For some, meet, some employees... You may may need to have more than one meeting because they're going through a state of change, training, development, they're on an improvement plan, whatever that might be. Number three, actually respond to your employees' emails. Oh, what a game changer. Listen to their phone calls and their voicemail messages and respond to them. It's going to show that you respect them and value them. Number four, set priorities for your employees so your expectations are clearly known. Remember, osmosis does not work. Number six, provide feedback often, as we've already discussed. Number seven, get to know your employees as humans. You don't have to be best friends with them, but you do spend a lot of time together virtually or in person. So being friendly makes those difficult conversations much easier. Find out what they do outside of work without being nosy and engage them in those conversations. And then finally, number eight, assist your employees with growing their strengths. Do not assign them projects that will highlight their lesser strengths. They're not going to have a miracle and learn them overnight or at all. Remember that the only assumption you should make regarding communication is that the intended message was not properly received, even if you clearly understood it. Over-communicating really is the preferred method. Thanks for attending my podcast. Company culture is a key to success and five reasons why it matters. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.